Hey y'all, you're listening to Spill Wealth, a podcast dedicated to sharing insight, inspiration, and life hacks to close the generational knowledge sharing gap in the Black community. I'm your host, Shakina, a motivational speaker and Black empowerment advocate. Growing up without family and communal support can leave you feeling like you're stuck in survival mode. It's hard to thrive when you weren't taught some of the general knowledge that others may have had from close-knit families and access to resources. Spill wealth isn't limited to financial wealth, but all aspects of it, including mental health, physical wellness, self-improvement, career mobility, and life skills. You can catch me here every Wednesday on the Apple Podcast platform and Anchor for more. So tune in if you're ready to hear me drop some knowledge. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Spill Wealth Podcast. So there have been a couple of things that took place this past week. The first being the start of the astrological new year. As we enter the season of Aries, it feels like we have a fresh start and we are overcoming some of the emotional currents many have been feeling due to the moon being in conjunction with other planets. We can feel a little at ease with the way things are going and how things are flowing in the world. It is really important for us to acknowledge how during these transits, we can feel a bit emotional and make decisions that play into who we want to become. I bring this up because this week we had one of the most famous black male actors, Will Smith, go through a very emotional moment that some would say shaped how we view him. But I think it's important to understand that what we've seen at the Oscars Chris Rock as the host on stage making a joke, a G.I. Jane joke about Jada. And she immediately felt offense to what he said. And in response, she looked as though the joke was unapproving right away. And, you know, as the camera panned in the audience to both Will and Jada, you could see the discomfort in Jada's appearance and um, you could see Will's response. You know, his immediate reaction was, you know, laughing because it was a joke. And then after maybe taking note of how Jada was feeling, um, things got very intense and he responded by walking up on stage and slapping the dog shit (laughs) out of Chris Rock and heading back to his seat. And as he head back to his seat, you could hear him 
exchanging some very um, vulgar words with Chris Rock, you know, just basically saying not to speak about Jada in that way. And as a whole, don't speak about Jada at all, actually, you know. So Chris Rock, as as we all were, really surprised at this occurrence, you know, was kind of like taken back. You know, he didn't expect this. Neither did the audience. Some people were under the impression of whether this was scripted into the award show or not. But as many did see, this was not a part of the show at all. And it was something that was, you know, real emotions within that moment being reflected um, from two male entertainers that, you know, we both view highly. So seeing Will respond like that, of course, it led to a variety of responses on Twitter from fans, from other celebrities, just asking, is this scene real? Did he really just slap Chris Rock? You know, what is going on? What is happening? So as people started to respond to their take on the event that occurred, things started to get controversial because then you had people on both sides of the spectrum stating their own valid points as to why or why he shouldn't have responded to Chris Rock in that way. Which is understandable. I can see both sides of the pendulum. People not wanting him to respond in that way, at least during that moment of how it was taking place. And also people supporting, you know, his response to that situation regarding the circumstances he has been put in in the past. So I can see it from both angles. Me personally, I would say there's a time and place for everything, you know, and sometimes when we are in the heat of the moment, we do things that we regret. We're human. We are flawed naturally. You know, we're going to make mistakes and we learn from them. That's just who we are. Nobody's perfect. We all have feelings. We all have things that we're battling with, emotions that we may be struggling to face within our own lives that may bubble up if unattended and spill over into you know the surface when others knock on that bottle cap you know so I just think that this specific event was just the perfect example of unaddressed emotions and the response was warranted from bottling up your emotions and not addressing them in the appropriate manner. So with that being said, one of the things I did want to talk about in our conversation today is managing your emotions as an adult. That's our responsibility to take accountability for our actions and unlearn and relearn whatever habits we may have adapted growing up to shape us into the people we are today. 
And within this journey of unlearning and relearning and becoming better versions of ourselves, there are many times where you are going to be in situations that I would say, (laughs) because I've been there on the other side of the pendulum, you know, being tormented and being mocked and being pushed over the edge and feeling like I have every reason to curse somebody the fuck out because they can't show up like a fucking adult. You know, I've been there. But I think in those moments, it's so important to stay patient and to focus on how you want to show up in the world. Don't let that person hold so much power over you that it forces you to get out of character. Your emotional intelligence as an adult have to be um, developed and nurtured enough for you not to respond emotionally when things disturb your peace and disrupt your frequency. And remember, there's going to be a lot of situations you're going to go through that is going to shake up your version of how you see the world. But in those experiences, you have to know how to manage your emotions in a way that do not do more harm than good. So I was doing some research about some of the imperfections of man. The imperfections such as going through grief, raft, mocking, fighting, open opposition, and having false friends cause us to vibrate on a lower frequency. And this lower frequency withholds us from being able to reap the blessings of God. He wants for us to enjoy the fruits of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, truthfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And in the process of enjoying the fruits of the spirit, we have to learn how to still vibrate on that higher frequency when lower frequency vibrations like going through grief or experiences of um, mockery and tormenting is reflected in our lives. And I know that that is a very hard situation. It is a very hard situation to overcome and to face, especially in those moments when it is easier to stoop to that level. And and it almost feels more gratifying to stoop to that level of where someone else is and vibrate on a lower frequency. But It doesn't solve anything, you know. It lowers your vibration. And I actually have the perfect example of this. So one of my neighbors, um, they usually, the parking around here is pretty bad. So the parking spot, you know, that we have in front of my home is usually dedicated to 
those who come in late at night and don't necessarily can't find parking on the street or have a hard time finding parking. You know, there's a no parking sign there. It's not a formal parking spot, but it's usually left open for those who can't find parking late at night when coming home. So with that in mind, um, came home late this weekend and I was parked there. Sometimes you get a weird feeling like, is this person being petty? Like, like, why are they constantly doing things out of inconvenience, you know? So I parked there and early in the morning, um, I am knocked out. So I came in late, like around 4.30 in the morning. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep for a good six to eight hours so that I can recuperate and wake back up for the following day. Um, so I go to sleep around 4.30 in the morning and I get a knock on the door at, I want to say like 7.30. So it's only been three hours of me getting sleep. And of course, I'm not getting up because I am exhausted, you know, guys, like I had three hours of sleep the night before that I didn't really get much sleep. And um, right now I just was like super exhausted. I did, wasn't getting up to get the door, answer any door phone calls. You know, I wasn't expecting any company. No one really had a reason for me to get up, whatever. So get a knock on the door and I'm like, I'm going to ignore that until I wake up. So I ignore it. And then maybe about 10 minutes later, I, my doorbell rings and I'm like, who is this at my doorbell? You know, what is going on? So the doorbell rings, I'm like, it can't be anything important because if there's anybody that, you know, needs to reach me, they know that my, they know my phone number and they pretty much know like, okay, well, Kina is probably, you know, I'll leave her alone until, you know, after 12, at least, whatever. So I'm like, is this something important? So I actually got a phone call and I'm not going to go into the details, but it wasn't something important. It was something very minuscule, such as my neighbor needing to put on brakes and them wanting to be in the driveway where my car was to put the brakes on. Mind you, putting on brakes is probably like what? I'm going to say a two, three hour process on a Sunday morning um, where nobody is really outside in the morning. Mind you, it's 730. And, you know, he pretty much wanted me to move my car so he could be in the parking spot to put on brakes. So as I'm hearing that this is what the nature of the situation is. I was not waking up for that, y'all. Like, I was not about to get up, move my car for his convenience when he can just put on, like, as long as he was at my door ringing the doorbell for me to move my car. Because, mind you, he probably did that for a good 30 minutes. And I was at the point where I'm not getting up to answer no door. Like, as long as you're ringing my doorbell, you could have put been putting your brakes on. Like, come on now. Like, the excuse was just very, very unnecessary and I just knew that he was being petty so I'm like well I'm gonna ignore that because I'm not gonna jump up to anyone else's beat of the drum you know putting it, it just was so unnecessary for me to just even stoop to that level you know 
But I say all this to say, you know, going through that experience, you know, it would have been easier for me as my neighbor was ringing my doorbell because he was ringing that shit, y'all. Like when I tell you he was ringing it back to back, like trying to wake me the fuck up. And I'm a heavy sleeper, but, you know, I I could still hear it like, you know, through all the madness. It would have been easy for me to open up my front door and easily just tweak and say, get the fuck off my doorbell. Why the fuck are you ringing my bell? I'm not moving my car. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have been easy for me to do that, to respond in that way, to stoop to that level. Because mind you, he was already stooping low and being petty by purposely ringing my doorbell, knowing that I wasn't answering the door and just ringing, ringing, ringing my doorbell for me to wake up and get up and move my car to his convenience, right? So, you know, it would have been easy for me to respond in that way, but instead I just said, you know what? I'm going to sleep this through because something in my spirit said, if I go out in the hallway and act that way, he's going to know that he brought me out of character. You know what I'm saying? Like he has access to my energy. And clearly he doesn't even deserve that access to my energy because of, you know, just the whole nature of the situation, you know, him doing things that's, that's been very petty or whatever, you know, just like it, he doesn't have, he doesn't deserve that much of my energy or access. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I let it go. You know, I gave myself some time because when I ended up waking up later, I was having a conversation um, and I'm just like, you know, with someone and I'm like, you know, do you think I should even address this situation? And it was probably the best advice that I received from someone. They said, your silence in that moment did more speaking for you than your rage and anger would have did in to any capacity for him to understand, understand and hear you had you have acted within that moment, you know? So they said they got the message when you didn't respond. They got the message when you didn't open yourself up to that negative energy. There's nothing else you need to do to show them that you were not going to jump and move just from them being an inconvenience to you. That was more than enough to show someone that, okay, clearly she's unbothered. So I'm, I'm, I'm just doing this, you know, at that point in time, I'm sure after he had finished ringing my doorbell off the hook and not getting a response, there had to be some feelings of embarrassment, guilt, regret, or whatever it might be. To be like, damn, I really was acting a fool and I didn't get a response out of her. Damn, that's crazy, right? But in that moment, I felt accomplished because it would have been easier for me to act that way. And knowing that I didn't, I knew I did something right. Because not only did it give them time to reflect on what they were doing, but I did not tarnish my character in the process of people projecting their own insecurities or 
you know, misinterpretations on me. I did not internalize that as who I am or how I should show up. And I think having that mental and emotional maturity allows you to not vibrate on those lower frequencies and be out of alignment with your blessings because it shows you that you don't have to do that to speak up for yourself. And I think that's what made a huge difference in me being able to address that situation. Now, if we circle back to the Will Smith situation, had he not addressed that directly then and there, which felt more satisfying, he thought in the moment, but I'm sure those feelings of guilt and regret quickly rushed to the surface after it happened. Because you can't take back what happened. All you can do is move forward and stand on you taking accountability for the decisions you make and how that may impact or reflect who you are as a person. So with that being said, do I think how Will Smith responded to the situation was right? I'm not saying that it was wrong, but it could have been addressed in a different way. He could have showed exactly what he showed on stage, that smack in the face, in a emotionally mature way to get Chris Rock to understand where he was coming from. So based on just today's discussion, some of the things that I want to leave you guys with on learning how to build your emotional maturity, especially during times where... It can be challenging to do so, such as you being under high pressure circumstances. I want to give you guys these three tips. The first tip is to breathe. I know that sounds like, oh, breathe. Like, girl, I don't be trying to breathe in that moment. But when you take a moment to breathe, you relax yourself. You calm your internal thoughts by breathing. You're present in the moment to really dissect and digest what's going on. And then you go through all of the possible scenarios that can occur in your head and what the best alternative out of them would be, as well as the consequences associated with that option. For example, say you're driving on the highway, you miss your exit. An alternative could be pulling over, reversing on the parkway and trying to get over to the exit or You can go to the next exit, which is about two miles ahead and add an additional four minutes to your trip. Or you could just bust a Yui on the highway. Out of all three of those alternatives, there's only one realistic alternative. And sometimes taking the longer route, the safer route requires more patience. And it requires more patience because it's more rewarding. And when I say it's more rewarding, you'll get there safely. Sometimes you're saving yourself by saving your words, by saving some of the immediate actions that you may feel in the moment that would be gratifying, but end up leaving you with feelings of regret and doubt. And last but not least, the final tip would be to assess whether it's worth it. Is it going to matter even five minutes from now? 
And if that situation isn't going to matter, if it's not a situation that's going to affect you long term, is it really worth lowering your standards to do something that isn't the person you want to be? And in that moment, you'll be able to be like, you know what, I'm going to let it go. Because remember, karma is real. We have both good and bad karma. And when you dish out bad, remember, it's going to come back to you and vice versa with the good. So you have to take that into account. Is this worth me risking my good karma? Those are the three tips that I want to leave you guys with. I just want you guys to focus on building your emotional maturity because it's so important during high stress situations which we are all destined to be in at some point in our lives and being able to refocus to your best interest is more rewarding long term so that's what i'm going to leave you guys with today i hope you guys have a prosperous week and y'all know I can't get up out of here without dropping some bars. So I'm going to give y'all a two-liner this week. You ready? Now this is a story all about how Will's life at the Oscars turned upside down. A joke by Chris Rock made him stand to his feet and do the only thing he knew to defend wifey. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i'll see you all next week that concludes this week of spill it well if you enjoyed listening and like to hear more tune in every wednesday for new content you can also follow the podcast on instagram for more updates at spill wealth that's s-p-i-l-l-e-d-w-e-a-l-t-h don't forget to leave a rating and review on apple podcasts I hope you all have a prosperous week and I'll catch you next time. Peace. Snap.